It's not natural. Holy shit. Amanda Seals is a boyfriend. <laughs> what does he look like is the right. real question. Um, that's what he look like. Oh. Oh, that's all you got to say? Let, wait, give me okay, that phone. So when I say oh, that means I'm trying, I'm trying to avoid <laughs> expressing my opinion. I'm trying to read the caption. I was trying to read it to you. I haven't claimed slash been claimed by Nan Negro on this gram for the eight years I've been on it. So y'all gonna get these pics, LOL. Pick me has been picked. Right? Right? <laughs> no, that's what they were saying about uh, Danny Lake. Did you see those? Like the comments? Yeah. Instead of about having the baby? I mean, I, I want to know who this guy is, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm invested. Like, I care. I really... I, do I care? I don't know. Probably because as abrasive as Amanda Seals is, I do fuck with her. I love her so much. I um, want to fuck with her. Like, it ain't no beef. It's not that I don't fuck with her, but at the same time... She's just so abrasive. For no reason. Yeah. And that's... And you know what it is? No, you know, it's I told not my for mama, no reason. I told my mom I feel like she suffered from a light skin complex. Yes, I was just about to say, it's light skin syndrome. Okay, so... She has to prove how black she is. All the fucking time. And yes. it's always, usually with lighter skin people or... Uh, she she always defends the fact that like she's not biracial. People always think that her mom's white, especially because she's so light skinned and that's uh, kind of a stigma that everybody has. Girl, you are not the first light skinned person to walk this earth. Right, but at the same time, we know that in our community, the black community. What we you know, thought people was gonna think when you dyed that black ass hair blonde? That's that is also true. Ain't, ain't, and I'm not saying like you can't dye your hair whatever color you want to dye it. But if you dye your hair blonde and you're light skinned, people will ask questions. It's just a thing. I need people to be like, it's it's human nature. It's a thing. Right, like, right. girl. But I also understand because I have a friend who's like, uh, she's 100% pasta blonde. Like, when you look at her, you're either going to think she's white, like with curly hair, or you're going to think she's potentially biracial. So, during like the whole like George Floyd, Black Lives Matter thing, mm-hmm. you know, the beginning of summer and shit like that, she was going so hard, like even upset with certain people you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, we had a white friend, right? We had a white friend who was coming at, who was like, she's like, I don't understand why she's upset with me, blah, blah, blah. And I had to explain it to her. I'm like, I know you're not hateful. I know, you know, you're right. hard, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but people who, I was like, the, the black experience can be very different for everyone you, you talk to. There's going to mm-hmm. be people like me, you know, who um, who's, does come from, you know, a mixed family, you know, blah, 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 but doesn't really represent it, who doesn't really care right. at the end of the day, you know, I am what I am. And then there's people who have to defend their blackness all the time. So even though she is 100% black, all her life people, because even when I met her, I'm like, hey, like, are you, you know, you mixed, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, my dad's black, my mom's black. They're both really light-skinned, but we're fucking black. So I was like, I had to explain to my friend, her experience of being black is always defending it. So no matter what, she's always going to be... 10 times my, going harder than everybody else to my defend quote, her blackness. unquote light skin complex is different from other light skin exactly, complexes. Exactly, like you depending always want to be on, more like a chocolate Right, girl. depending on what black person you put me in a room with, I'm light skin. Depending on what black person you put me in a room with, I'm black. Right. So for me, like the whole colorism thing, yada, 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 not saying that it does not exist, it does. For me, it was just like, all my life, I just wanted to be a little black girl. Speaking of uh, colorism, did you see how they're... JT? Um, yes! How they're digging up mm-hmm. JT's tweets and shit. Um, I, me, personally, I don't feel like that shit's that, that spicy. It's not. Like, it, it's really not. Like, she was, she's so young. Like, how old is she just turned? Like, 27 or some shit like 28. that? 28. Right, so it's like... She's saying shit everybody was saying in high school. Thank you. 
Like, leave her the fuck alone. Right? And that, Some that, of the shit is, and she has spoke out how she's dealt with, you know, like, right. image issues and shit like that, like, colorism. And let's not pretend like she didn't grow up in racist-ass Florida. Like, yeah, like, that's that's my whole thing with nowadays. Like, let's not act like you ain't called the bitch black-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. You dark-ass burnt that. Stop Call it. Call a motherfucker blur pool. Stop black, it. Navy black. black. I call my uncle Navy Black all the time. He looks like the styrofoam thing. Man. And I'm not going to take it back for nobody. That black man, is a thing. That man is Navy Black, okay? My daddy, his brother was like, he's so black, he invisible. I ain't ever heard nothing like that before <laughs> in my life, but that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. My uncle definitely favors Soldier Slim. Nigga. Oh man! If you've ever seen Soldier Slim, you're looking at my uncle. I I know so many niggas who look like Soldier Slim. Yeah, one of my homies is dad. You know, God, God, man, he rest in peace. God rest his soul. But he looks like Soldier Slim. I would never tell him that because he probably gonna feel. He probably gonna. My uncle already knew. I mean, far as I believe, like my uncle allegedly like knew him. Like they used to hang together, but that's neither here nor there. That's not important. But um. Yeah, like, my light skin complex was different. Like, I wasn't going out of my way to tell people I was black because I look black. Right. Depending on depending on who you sit me around, I look black. Now, unless you are, like, staring at my face and you start analyzing my features next to all of my brothers, then you're going to be like, okay, y'all all have the same face, but right, right. something's going on. So, with Amanda Seals, that's my whole thing. It's definitely a different journey for every black person because we so mixed up. I don't have time to go out my way to be like, I'm black, but also, if you dig a little deep, ain't nobody doing that. I ain't gonna lie. Every, like, super hardcore, like, pro-black, like, this, that, and third, I don't date white, I don't do this, that, and third, they're all, like, borderline passing. It's, and it's, it's always, like, the... What's that dude name that be on Twitter? Who be blocking everybody? Who? Dang, what's that nigga name? Showing something. He's, like, an activist or something like that. Oh! What's that nigga name? Sean King? Yes. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. That's my yeah. I, I fuck with him. I mean, but yes, that's, that's a perfect example. That's, yes. Yeah, that's... Yes. That's just like... That's, that's just like Amber. Okay, so everybody loves Amber. Everybody. When I told somebody Amber was black, they was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, Amber identifies as black. Amber will be like, I don't know what I am, but if I know anything... I'm black. I'm black. Right. She just got light-skinned parents who are also very mixed up. But they also be like, we mixed up. But we black. But we black. Right. Slavery. We're all mixed up. Slavery. And I don't think people realize that. I think people feel like just because they're a little darker skin or because they, you know, their hair's a little more kinky. Don't matter. They feel like they're don't more matter. in touch or they're more deeply rooted to Africa. Like being black. Right. Like don't my matter. nigga, we're all months. It's None just, of that shit matters. Right. Some genes were more dominant. Like you yes. just ended up with a little kinkier hair pattern. You just ended up with a little more. Because I'm dark-skinned. My uncle dark looks skin. like Elder Bard. <laughs> and him and my daddy have the same... My daddy look Haitian. My uncle look like Elder Bard. And that's the thing. People always ask me... And they me, have the same parents. People always ask me, like, what island I'm from, like, you know, and shit like that. It's like, oh, like, oh, where'd you grow up, blah, blah, blah. And I think a lot, has, a lot of that has to do with... I think a lot of people associate clear skin <laughs> with, like, maybe island descent. You know, stop me if I'm wrong because I don't, know. I don't understand because people always like, "Yes, because your skin's so clear." That's from my black ass mama, baby. Son, let me tell like, you, my mom is brown skin with red undertones. Mm-hmm. I'm brown skin with red undertones, but that's because 
my, you know, my mom is descended of Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad's family, you know, they're what they are. Right. I don't care. <laughs> but, but I'm only going because I look so much like my mom. I'm going to go off my mom and my mm-hmm. mom's skin tone. She's brown red, you know, so naturally I'm just darker brown red. So I credit that to that. Like the fact that, you know, I have a little decent curl pattern. My mom has decent hair. Like, right. I, so we're going to look. My brother has more hair than me. And it's wavier and it's softer and we have the same as parents. Like when if you ask my mama, she'd be like, I am black. She'd be like Because she'd be like, I don't she, <laughs> Do you remember that TikTok show? Yes. She'd be black. like, My mama, my daddy, they was black. Want no light skinned people in my family, want no light skinned cousins. She'd be like, Baby, I am black. When it comes to my daddy though, you see the fairer skin, you see the looser hair. So my I mean, I know, like, on my daddy's side, it's black and Native American. Hoorah, whatever. But people need to know there are dominant and recessive traits. Which is also why I be like, I know on this little application, I'm going to fill out African American, but I be like, I'm black. I don't tell people I'm African American. I'm just black, because what is an African American? I don't believe in African American. Neither I do I. I believe in black American. I believe in black American, but African American? African, yeah. Like, African Americans ended a long time ago. When the Africans came that to America, that was African Americans. We real swirled up, up now. Like, Ain't no African American. Especially in Louisiana. Think about how many. Oh, please. Think about how many. We have how many Please. white grandmothers, aunts, and shit like that. We have. Thank you. And people always just like, oh no, she just light skinned No, bro, your family was just racist, and they were trying to hide it. Yeah, <laughs> just because she, you know, she was white. Remember with black that hair. shit I sent you on Facebook when it was like people in the seven ward and people in the nine ward still mating with light skinned people, and they wrong. First of all, if people have a preference, let them have a preference. That's, okay, so having the, the, a preference the, is not colorism. It's not. Let's, yeah. Now, when you orchestrate it, that's a little weird. Right. But my whole thing is, don't get mad because you're not the chosen one. If them people want to be weird and only made with light-skinned people, we like we always say... Why do you care? Exactly. Like we yeah. always say, just mind your business. Mm-hmm. Let people do what they want to do in their house. Mm-hmm. Let people be sexist, homophobic, racist, atheist. Let them people do that in their house. Don't be calling out whole ass seven war, nine war, and be like, them people still outside of that, making like, light-skinned babies. Let them do that. On that local shit, do you agree with uh, people like outing like racist, homophobes, and shit like that? Do you agree with that? What you mean outing? Like, you know, like calling for people to like lose their jobs and shit like that. Okay, so... You want somebody to lose their job. What do you want the entire corporation to do? Do you know how many corporations we support that are racist? I understand the whole losing their job thing. This is my whole thing. If it does not affect you personally, if it's not like edu... You know how many racist teachers I had? But they were not racist toward me. At least I didn't catch that drift. I mean, they were racist towards you. They just hit it better. Okay, fine. Because right. it, it's not like you're gonna like pick and choose like which nigga you're gonna hate or but like which you know. As <laughs> like, far as like want people to lose their jobs, honestly, I don't care if they lose their me personally. I don't care if they lose their job or not, depending upon what field it's in. Because they just had some shit with a doctor out in Baton Rouge that was racist as fuck. Okay, so yeah, Lady so of the Lord or something um, like that. So I follow. And he's this a pediatrician. One, this healthcare worker, when I started following her at the beginning of the pandemic. I started following her um, and paying attention to the bias, the racial bias that exists within the medical field. Like people don't realize it's been, you know, ingrained in them after all these years that, uh, you know, like uh, black women are more, you know, can tolerate more pain and some shit like that. And and like, or that you're more likely to to abuse drugs or, you know, get some pain medication and shit like that. And it's so crazy because I remember back in the day, and I never made that connection until afterwards, 
But um, when my eye was fucked up and I went to the I went to the doctor, you know my shit was fucked. Every time I looked at mm-hmm. the light, it felt like a knife was like being mm-hmm. buried into my skull. So and I don't like pain pills. So like when I when I'm telling the doctor this or whatever, like naturally I'm telling him it's like, yo, my guy. Like, and you're a large black right, man. Right, like I need this shit. You know, I was wearing sunglasses and the fucking eye patch. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and when I told him, he, was, he just looked at me, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't give pain pills. He's like, just, just take some Tylenol or some shit. And like, to me, I was just like, damn, we kind of just brushed that off. But you know, like then finding out, like doing the research and shit like that, like, no, he probably really thought my big ass was been there trying to like score some fucking drugs. Like I wasn't right. Nigga, like you saw when you flashed the light in my eye, my shit started leaking immediately and turned bloodshot red. It hurt. <laughs> so, but, you know, like, the more you know. The more you I know. recently went to the doctor for a little lady experience. And it was basically shark week. First of all, I never take Tylenol. I don't even know what Tylenol is good for. And I went in there with my little uterus and my little pelvic exam. And the man was just like, oh, take some Tylenol. You'll be fine. I never take Tylenol. So I was like, okay, I'm at the doctor. Let me listen to this Caucasian degreed man. I went home. And the reason why I switched my medication is because something was going on that wasn't usual. I'm not going to tell my business. But something was going on that was different than beforehand. So I was like, okay, Tylenol, got it. Baby, I went home and took that Tylenol and was like, oh, they got me bent. <laughs> usually when so I'm on... Tylenol do? I don't know, but now what I needed it to do, usually when I'm on... I don't... My whole thing is I don't... For me, Tylenol is like the great value pain medicine. I don't understand why doctors always be like, take Tylenol. But um, I think my mama told me the difference. Like, I think ibuprofen or something like that is like an acetaminophen, so it helps with swelling. Tylenol is something else, so it helps with um aches. Or something. I don't know. Something my mama told me. Don't quote me on that. But usually on my cycle, and if this is too much for you, just fast forward. Usually on my cycle, I mean, unless you're sleeping with a woman, then, you know, you should know about a cycle. I take four ibuprofen probably in the morning, and then I'll probably take four more at night. And I think that's the 200 milligrams. Wait, you said, well, unless you're sleeping with a woman. What anybody, male or female, should know about menstrual cycle. Mm, you would think so in 2020. They should. You would think so. That's why I said should. There was I'm literally not, a trending topic do. on Twitter earlier about, you know, post-birth. And this lady was talking about how she went to take a dump and her entire uterus fell out. <laughs> and I was just like, what do I need kids for when I have three dogs? But anyways, I take ibuprofen when I'm on my cycle. And I take four. And my daddy be looking at me and my mom would be like, oh, that's not good for y'all. We be like, you let your uterus shred. You let your uterine line and shred, and you you tell us. Okay, so I'm listening to you, but <laughs> just mindlessly scrolling. Oh, God. And I see, wait, so lesbians cook? I thought they just ate out. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Stop it. Oh, man. I love corny humor. It's it's definitely soothing. Yes, it's definitely soothing. But yeah, the doctor definitely told me to take Tylenol. I tried to take it, and I almost died. I was like, yeah, I need all of the ibuprofen. I used to take ibuprofen and Advil when I'm on my cycle. Tylenol was just, like, not doing it for me. And I just knew the doctor knew what he was talking about, you know, so on and so forth. And it was just not popping. So I don't know what these doctors be doing sometimes. Not saying every doctor is bad. I mean, when it comes to us, clearly, we don't give a fuck. When it comes to us, you know, it's a little interesting. Yeah, we're not. That's not what we're here to talk about. Podcast. But yes. I guess we'll, we'll start off. Welcome back to another week 
Uh, Project Paradise. Not really. I just wanted to say that. What'd you say? I'm trying to smoke. That's that Jenny Aiko song. I'm so hot. I'm so hot. I'm so hot. Did you listen to her? I did listen to Chilambo, but I don't remember everything. The name of the song is literally I'm trying to smoke. Then I don't remember that song. If I was high. I would never want to come down. Then I'm going to go back a boat. But um, uh, welcome back to Project Paragon another <laughs> week. Uh, I am your host, as usual, Ronnie, a.k.a. Masha the Taisha. Ronnie? I know, I was I was reading the thing. Calm down. A.k.a. Coco Buda <laughs> A.k.a. your bitch's bestie. A.k.a. Ghetto Gordon. A.k.a. Nonchalant Don. Mm-hmm. A.k.a. Is that Goku Black? No, that's Black Goku. AKA Captain Hook. Oh. AKA <laughs> <laughs> Mr. This Dick Ain't Free. And with me as usual, my lovely and vivacious co-host. Oh nah. Baby Bueller in the building. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's up with everybody? Hey, how y'all doing? Um, and it's your girl Racy, aka Project, aka Cherokee Cheekbones, aka the Project Princess. AKA Nino Brown Sugar, AKA the Ghetto Fabulous Princess Two Snaps, AKA Little Jiggle. Hey, yes. How y'all doing? Yes. We're back. If you are familiar with us, we are the podcast where we believe mental health is wealth. Yes. Y'all. Where we support all businesses from small business to show business to whole business mm-hmm. and everything in between. And Including we're just your here for black y'all. owned business. There we go. Especially yes. black owned business. Black, brown, indigenous, uh, LGBTQIA, plus, whatever yeah. it is. We just want to rock with people. We just want to, you know, show some love, show some support. And way at the bottom in the asterisk is Caucasian business. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to fuck with every business. But way at the bottom by the it's asterisk is <laughs> Caucasian business. <laughs> we love all businesses way equally. at the bottom. But naturally. Naturally, we're going to shop with our disenfranchised people. <laughs> okay, this week it is just us. It is just us for the shenanigans. Just me and you. He been giving me mimosas, y'all. So. <laughs> Actually, we're on French 75s now. And mm. But I was serious about packing that bowl. So, uh, before we hop into our topics, I'm going to pause this. Oh, <laughs> Paul, man, like, come on now. I don't know why you're tripping. Oh, yeah. Y'all, I'm supposed to be dropping an OnlyFans. I keep talking myself out of it, but I've, t- I've like, shared my idea with a few people, and they're like, oh, I would definitely subscribe. So I've already put it out to the world that I'm going to start an OnlyFans. I want to start one. So I'm definitely going to start one. I'm just waiting for, like, the, the like, Marvel body to kick in. I've been, like I told you, I've been slacking lately. I've been eating a lot of sugar, because sugar is my comfort food. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, I'm going to give my back on track this is really i've still been losing weight like really at a really rapid rate like i'm my daddy told me the other day that my face was getting chunky and i was like thank you your face is really getting chunky you just have really high cheekbones so i think even the slightest like amount of weight gain is noticeable but anyway so this week uh, i posted this on facebook like three two two three weeks ago uh this week is all about relationships and pretty much how niggas be dusty and bitches be bugging. There we go. Uh, because we're going to keep this fair. So, pretty much, I received, like, hella shit from so many people. I have 42 things on this list here. Um, and ultimately, like, all of them fall into what I deem as uh, the four requirements for a healthy relationship. Granted, I'm not a professional in this. I'm not licensed by any right. way. I'm not even in a relationship currently. 
Mm. But um, I've always had the uncanny ability to separate emotion from rationality. So I feel like, I, you know, this is my That's lane, very like relationships are my shit. Right. That's extremely important. So I'm going to read all of these. <laughs> and then we're gonna like we're gonna just go into like the four that make it so first what I feel like what are the four pillars of a healthy relationship Uh, communication romance effort and ownership or personal growth first I just excuse me first I just said that was like personal bullshit but you know people sensitive but anyway number one communication two honesty three accountability uh, four gaslighting five loss of romance six insecurity Seven, wage insecurity, which, you know, they can go right back into security. Anyway, eight, jealousy. Seven, those fucking in-laws. Uh, wow. I don't even think that was seven. I, my handwriting's fucked up. That was nine, in-laws. Ten, <laughs> outdated gender norms. Eleven, lack of attraction. Uh, Twelve, immature wardrobe. Thirteen, lack of understanding regarding kids. just like Soulja Boy, since uh-huh. you said immature wardrobe. Right, that's a, my uh, oldest brother does, but then he's thirty. So. Soldier Boy is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, commitment issues, trust issues, uh, dream envy, ghosting, uh, instant gratification, entertaining hoes, uh, parental subs, home records, rebound, dream selling, abuse, legacy love, um, and what I mean by legacy love is a lot of those people who end up in relationships simply based on how much time you spend with somebody or mm, because you have history. kids. You have right, so much history. history. Something that's pretty much like been, Damn. you know, handed down, you know, legacy love. Uh, simping, lack of intentions, toxic masculinity and femininity, mm-hmm. um, cultural hangups, publicizing problems, which is pe- pretty much people talking to everybody, you know, in the world as well as social media about what's going on in that relationship. Selfishness, alcoholism slash drug abuse, uh, poser syndrome, uh, sexual incompatibility, phone addiction, toxic exes, uh, i.e. that could be, you know, baby mother, baby father, whatever, blah, blah, blah. hypocrisy, uh, religion, mental health, possessiveness, uh, attentiveness, and active listening. Active listening. That's a good list. It's a very long fucking list. Um... I just want to throw in a quick commercial, but it's relative to the conversation. We were not going to be the only people here. Um, they will be here um, for part two. There's going to be a part two to this episode. So we don't want y'all to think like we just tossing out our opinions I mean, without people of different relationship statuses mm-hmm. being here. They were uh, busy. I just wanted to throw that out there because, nah, you know, I'm a realist. Yeah. I'm unbiased. At least I try to be because my whole thing is when it comes to relationships, um, unless you grew up with the person and even if you did, people were people before they knew you, before they knew you personally, intimately, socially, everybody has their own identity. So when it comes to being in a relationship, I'm a person that's like, yeah, we're in this together, but at the same time, you are your own person. And I personally think that it's dismissive to tell somebody like, oh, this is wrong. You should have did it this way. Or like, if I was you, I would have did it that way. Just understand like the person you're in a relationship with, you know, that's a person too. Like, you know. But um, even outside of that, I feel like not even. So, okay. So what you're saying is pretty much people dating the idea of someone. Versus yes. actually dating that person. Absolutely. So you're dating a person, you're dating their hobbies, you're dating their, exactly. you know, their flaws, the things you like about them. I mean, like I said on Twitter earlier, well, last week, it is important to make sure you, you like the person. Like the person. Right. It's, people can end up in 
five-year relationships with people that they just wanted to sleep with as opposed to a person they actually liked. So, yes, they are attractive, but it would definitely benefit you to make sure you like the actual person as opposed to their body because their body can change, you know. It ain't, it ain't even got to just be them gaining weight or losing weight. God forbid an accident happens, you know, an accident happens. But do you feel, you know, do you also feel like... um. Okay, so this may be like my hot take. Um, even though you are dating someone for their physical attributes, mm-hmm. um, I also feel like it's not acceptable to just let yourself go once in a relationship. I, um, agree. I understand, like, there's you know, special circumstances like kids, yeah, and shit like absolutely, that. but don't like. I know, like, my mom has a friend, and the friend's brother, I believe, got married to a woman. And once, like, she snatched and trapped them, she was just like, ooh, Lord, I ain't got to wear all this makeup. I ain't got to wear these heels. I ain't got to wear these dresses. I could just walk around looking like a bum. And that man definitely loved her. <laughs> I mean, that might sound like, you know, a little shallow, but what did you expect? Like, when you caught this man, you was walking around here with, like, 28 inches, 5-inch heels. You know, you was walking around looking like, you know, Miss America. And- right, right, right. But I feel like that's the thing. A lot of people feel like once they're in a relationship, you can just get comfortable and you just like let things go. Um, that is not the case. I don't think that's cool. I mean, life happens, but that's right. Cool. And I feel like that's why everybody always, you know, like uh, enforces a stereotype. Oh, it's the inside that counts. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. But yes, it's the inside that counts. I did not fall in love with you because you look this way. Right. But I did fall in love with you looking this way. Ooh, I got a really good. So I'm not saying you have to, if you know, if we started dating and you were a size six, I'm not saying, you know, 20 years down the line, I expect you to still be a size six. But if, for me, I care about how I look. I care about my body. I care about my health. I care about my appearance. Right. I care about that overall. And and, and that's, I think that's the thing that a lot of people are afraid to admit. Like, just openly admit you care about your appearance. That is not a bad thing. That's That's not mean you're vain. You ain't going to buy no shoes because they're ugly. Exactly. Like, everybody <laughs> does everything because they feel like that looks good. Right. And I feel like uh, once everybody embraced the idea of, like, oh, I'm doing, you know, what I want to do, you know, what's best for me. Yeah, but if what's best for you, if what you feel like you want to do is look good, the motherfucker look good for you. Should you should want to look good. I mean, like, okay, so I said on an episode previous um, that I grew up in church. So the church that I grew up in, it was very customary for you to look and carry yourself a certain way. And imagine being 22 years old, you married, and, you know, your skirt stop at your ankles, and your shirt is a turtleneck. In some cultures, of course, that's normal, but the church that I grew up in... That's why I always thought, like, you were low-key, like, Pentecostal. Yeah, facts. You know, the but I'm still a Pentecostal black woman in America, and so I had a college boyfriend. But at that time, you got females walking in Walgreens with sheer shirts on. True. So we all got to be realistic here. You can't expect your partner not to look at a different person when you carry yourself a certain way. Like, I, I made it very clear to a lot of my boyfriends or the people that I've dated, my fiance, so on and so forth, that, you know, if I could... I would dress a certain way. Right. And the reason why I say that is because at the time I was still living with my parents. Right. So I'm not about to disrespect their house. But I had a conversation with my mama. I was like, I don't understand why people think, oh, you love me for everything else. You know, appearance is just a bonus. Appearance is not a bonus. That is definitely one of the reasons that I like you. Okay, so right. The appearance (laughs) is what... 
attracts you to someone. Exactly. I see you before I hear you. Right, exactly. So it's like when people say that it, it's the inside that counts, how? Because the inside is not the first thing I see. The first right. thing I see is... You like know, I said, you're not going to buy an ugly pair of shoes. Whether they're comfortable or not, right, you ain't going to be seeing in them ugly ass shoes. Don't nobody want to buy the ugly on their own? 10,000%. People Come on now. But anyway, so we're going to hop into the first thing. So it's communication. Communication is like a huge fucking thing. So, don't get me wrong. I'm not about to go through this whole fucking list <laughs> and, like, tackle all of this. Like I said, what I feel like there are four pillars of a relationship. So, we're just going to, like, cover maybe I know, a few of these. You know, pose in the room. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> right. And, you know, by all means, y'all can come for me. And I'm going to just curse you out. Because um, remember, I can steal you, girl. Um, Ooh, all right, communication. Busy. Communication is so important. Um, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand... All that communication entails. Communication means communicating your intentions, uh, communicating your uh, status, whether it be single, whether it be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people always feel like, oh, well, you never asked me this. That's bullshit, bro. That's still alive. It's a lie by omission. And I immediately said, bro, because I think in my mind results. Because it's always the niggas that's lying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's always the niggas who will, like leave some shit out, some shit like that. Um, communication is so important. Uh, it is. And a huge part of communication is comprehension. Yes. Right. So, yes. You, you know, it's you can, you can talk, talk as you much want, as you want. But baby. if you're talking to a fucking wall, a lot of people don't don't listen to understand. They listen to defend or they listen mm-hmm. to reply. Uh, so everybody, they're always on a defensive. Like, yes. no, this is no, well, fuck you your feelings. Did. Right. Now, right. This is, I'm telling you, this is how I feel. But, you know, that, that comes to communicating first. You have to communicate properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just attack somebody. If you come at somebody in an aggressive manner, naturally they're gonna shut down and they're gonna feel like it's something that they need mm-hmm. to defend. Um, so then on the, on the receiving end, you know, you listen. You don't listen to defend. You don't listen to take everything as an attack. You uh, listen to understand. Listen right. to comprehend. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. Comprehension, um, honesty. Of course. Like, do you really need to fucking explain honesty? We're adults. Like you see, <laughs> you see this fucking huge thing on. Um, on social media, uh, like the weirdest thing of, about is about a daughter is lying. Who the fuck are you afraid of? And that's true. Yeah. Like, are you? Don't get me wrong. Like we've said before, I lied as a kid, and me wanting to stop lying, it pretty much ended up in me. I'm a smooth talking son of a bitch, and I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware of this superpower. And then you add my voice. You have you know my smile. Like this is. You know, you're aware yeah. of these things and shit like that. But I feel I always tell people it is so fucking easy to be honest because you never have to remember what you said because it's the fucking that truth. Was that was aggressive. That was so loud. That oh my god. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so it's like if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember what the fuck you said because it was the truth. The nigga. thing about it is, it's easier to tell the truth when you're living your truth. A lot of people are going through identity crisis, and yeah, two snaps. But um. <laughs> A lot of people fake the phone to trap the opposite sex or the same sex, you know. Um, Yeah, a lot of people fake the funk. Like, oh, I got this together. I'm this together. I'm a man. I don't cry. I don't need a nigga for nothing. And so while lying to yourself is definitely easy to lie to the person that you're dealing with, you've taught yourself to believe a lie. When you're living your truth, you don't have a problem saying, yeah, girl, I did that. Yeah, right. girl, I'm There's nothing to keep up with. Right. Yeah, what and you lying for? A lot of people associate them like telling your business. You're not telling your business. It's just you're like, telling the truth. Right. So like, there's nothing that I wouldn't openly admit to anyone. Right. Like a lot of people was like, it's weird. You know, I talked about I've had my ass eaten. You know, 
Yeah. Niggas, let your lady eat Get your a ass. biology book. Why she's slopping. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> accountability. Own your shit. Okay, mm-hmm. that is so important uh, because that also ties back into, you know, if you're comprehending what someone's telling you when they address you, with, when they address a problem with your relationship or whatever, take accountability of what you did. Like, hey. own your shit. Like, you are not perfect. Uh, you always see that shit on social media. I was like, niggas don't leave a good woman. <laughs> so it's like, uh, not all women are good. The reason why... Right. No one can take accountability. But I will say, I do believe that men do, some men do leave good women. Because just because you're a good woman doesn't mean you chose a good I dude. I think good men leave good women because, I mean, depending on the person you are, you determine what's good in right. a person. Uh, so I think good men leave good women when they're being held to a certain standard. And what I mean by that is you can have, quote unquote, a good woman who does everything like cook, clean, take care of the home. I can tell you right now, like, I'm definitely left a good woman. On paper, she was motherfucking perfect. Uh, yes. There's always something that's it's off. always like, something. Everyone has a reason. Just because someone they can think, oh, how, how could she possibly, you know, cheat? How could he possibly leave this person? My nigga, there's always something better. It's, it's like even even if like that better is like Granted, that's always relative because it's whatever somebody, right. you know. Feels it's something that tickles your pickle with that other person. <laughs> yes. Uh, I use that phrase so often. Oh, wow. Right. But, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's by definition what's your version of a good man or a good woman. My brother has a baby mama that is disgusting to me, but I mean, he had a baby with him. So that's what I mean by like, it's by your definition what a good person is. To him, that is a good woman. The woman that my brother is with, in his eyes, that is a good woman. And we were talking about her earlier. Do you honestly think that she think, that he thinks she's a good woman or do you think he's just comfortable and he's just Ooh. defending his decision I to think, be with her? I think that goes back into what I was saying about standards. You can have a good woman, but a nigga you leave a good woman because she got standards. You think, but do you think his standards are that low that he honestly thinks she's I a good I don't think his standards are that low. Her standards are that low. So you don't think your brother's a good nigga? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> not at all. Her, and th- so that's what I was about to say. A person can have good standards, but be with a person with low standards. And as a result, because they accept the bare minimum, you're going to do the bare, mem- binim- <laughs> bare minimum because you can. You'll do the bare minimum. Even knowing you can do above and beyond. You just gonna do the bear. You ain't you ain't even gonna try. So I don't even. We still on number three. Uh uh, we're not doing all this. Uh, I know. So we need to uh, gaslighting. (laughs) Ooh. A lot of people don't know what gaslighting is. Okay. You know how like niggas. Isn't that like when you're throwing somebody's hurt back in their face? Essentially. Okay. So you know how niggas always have their uh, definition for shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So I'm going to explain. I don't want to explain it how I understand it because I understand what the fuck gaslighting is. Right. Okay. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment. It may invoke changes in them, such as cognitive dissonance or low self esteem, rendering the victim. Okay. You understand what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a huge pro- it's, a, it's It's a fucking thing. Pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. somebody's coming to you with a problem. You're pretty much making it all about 
victimizing them. You're telling them that they're the reason for the right. problem. Right. Like, well, do you, you if sure? you didn't do this, right? But like, maybe do it's you really did it really happen like right. that? Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, thing. Y'all ain't shit. Niggas be dusty. <laughs> Niggas so be I dusty. always say this, but I feel like um, I don't know. I guess gaslighting and accountability tie hand in hand when you when you see. Yeah. Right, yeah. because if you're not taking the, you're not taking accountability for mm-hmm. the shit, the hand that you had in this fucked up shit. You just yeah, you just you you're taking yeah. visual. Okay, so thing. I'm gonna say even before we continue on this list, motherfucker, a lot of motherfuckers need therapy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like most black and or brown people, or even the Asian community, a lot of people don't address that, but they are. I don't know, <laughs> so I ain't gonna say oh, nothing. Man. The like the. Okay, whatever. Moving on. I'll have one of my friends on there so they can talk about that. But anyway, um, <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about therapy. therapy. Yes. Therapy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be so, I'll be trying. Little commercial, yeah. it happens I'm every told, week. I'm telling the line, I'm trying not to say something. I, okay, here's the thing. Uh-uh, 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 I don't give uh-uh, a fuck uh-uh, about uh-uh, being uh-uh, politically correct. Uh-uh, uh-uh, come on. But I want to no. be respectful. No. Because <laughs> right, so, when you right. got to explain yourself, that's when you're about to do something out right. of pocket. Mm-mm. Right? You know? Mm-mm. I saw but I Come down, on. Thank move you. on. Mm-hmm. We here. We be. You good to be here. You good to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas need therapy. But anyway. <laughs> loss of romance. Ooh. Right. Okay. So, um... Everybody knows how you get into a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, right? You, 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 a little razzle dazzle, right? a little bliss here, a little bliss there. Right? You, Good you, morning, snuggles. Yeah. You, you're interested in getting to know. Good them. morning, beautiful. I just want things. you to have a good day today. You know, I just want you to wake up the mo- queen, black queen. Good morning. Be three. Yes, yes. I want you to have a good day, you beautiful black queen. You be three months in, and they're gonna be like, What was that? Good morning. Like, damn, I ain't a beautiful black queen no more. Then they just get shortened to abbreviate. Yes. GM. Where my emoji if at? You send me GM, I will punch you in the Where fucking is overrace. my good morning emoji? <laughs> you don't get anything? Yeah. But, right. You so, up? <laughs> lost, but, you up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> It's 12.30 p.m. You up? I, I left my Jordans over there. Uh-uh. You can uh-uh. bring my PS4. No, and, I'm going ball later. You can bring my shoes. Oh, baby, you can bring my luggage rolls. Yeah. <laughs> what you cooking tonight? Nah, but anyway, so loss of romance. That's the huge thing. A lot of people uh, forget. And I hate that uh, there's always like a meme for everything. So that's why people always uh, assume that like this shit's relevant. That's why they... Do you think lives. you're a romantic person? Who, me? Yes. Oh, fucking right. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Man, okay. I was just wondering. Just know. Oh. Somebody daughter. But <laughs> oh, wow. Gonna be lucky. Oh, I'm very romantic. I was just wondering because... um, uh, This... I'm just about to kind of jump, but all of it is going to tie into each other. Every single thing that is on, not every single thing I like. Okay, romance. I feel like romance is so easy when you like the person. And that's why I say you you want to like the person before you end up with a, in a relationship with somebody you want to sleep with. Romantic. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Okay, so like when me and my old man got together, like he loved chocolate milk. Right, like that is his thing, his little source of protein. His grandmother used to give it to him when he was younger so he can go to sleep. He loved chocolate milk. 
So when we first started dating, my mama, she would keep like the Hershey syrup and milk in the refrigerator at all times. Like she would keep it rotated. Like if it expired and it's a brand new bottle, she throwing it away. Because she knew <laughs> this baby going to come over here and he going to want chocolate milk. So let me have chocolate milk for him. And then when I got my own spot, I was like, let me give him a little corner in the refrigerator, a little chocolate yeah, milk. Chocolate, yeah, chocolate syrup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's romantic in a way. And I don't think people realize, realize right. that. Yeah, realize. people think you romance is like. Relationship romance. Yeah, people think romance is like rose petals to the ceiling and all this kind of stuff. That is a grand gesture of romance. But, but not even that. I also tell people. Don't set standards that you can't keep up with. Yes. So, like, don't start out in the beginning of a relationship and doing all this shit, like, you know, wearing lingerie, you know, like, right. having rose petals Ooh, on I the bed. I love lingerie. You know, right. Like, uh, or, you know, like, buying your girl all this shit. Doing all this shit in the wine You're going to burn a relationship out. Phase. Not even just burning it out. Don't do, it all, don't do all this shit so consistently that they mm-hmm. think it's, you know, it's normal. It's normal, yes. I need shit. a grand gesture of right. romance for shit, it to be romance. Do shit that you can't keep up with, you know? And like, that's what I'm saying. If, if you, you like the person, flower, exactly. if you that's like true. the person, right. it's easy. You don't need the grand gestures all the time. If you start off with grand gestures, in my opinion, that also goes back into the identity crisis. You doing all this extra stuff just to get the person. If you like a person and they like you, Y'all can talk about goddamn Pokemon. Like, for real. (laughs) But if y'all both, but you have to like the person. If y'all both interested in Pokemon. You got to like the person you with. You You have to. You cannot be in a relationship and feel like you don't have to take your girl out, take your man out. Also, we have to normalize women taking men out on dates. Absolutely. I see it so much. The conversation is always if a woman. And it's so easy to take a man on a date. Oh my God. Woman, you can take honestly. If a chick took me out for ice cream and took me to GameStop, I would be the happiest motherfucker. It's so easy to take a man on a date, but it's like, but the comparison is you got to take a woman shopping, Mm -hmm. take her to this nice dinner, all this shit. Honestly, you take a nigga paintballing, exactly. (laughs) Like those, that's the type of shit that dudes like. Like take a nigga on a date. If you like this guy, why do we have to? Fall into subscribe to this old ass outdated ass idea, which is on this list. I'll take my man on a date, but he gotta drive. He preferred to. I ain't got a car. He prefers to drive. I think sometimes he prefers to drive, but like he, mm, I probably never initiated taking him out on a date, but he would think he'll take me out on a date, and I'd be like, nope, I got this bill you thought you was gonna have to pay. That's not the same. It's not. So you think. Oh, wow. I gotta do better. But you're staying better. But it's just like, so we have to normalize. What if I plan a date and he drives? Women, it has to be, we talked about it before, you said like 80 20 rule. Yeah. Okay, I'm a huge 60 40 man. So. Which is very realistic. Right. I've been told, not told, but I've been reminded and I've been proved, and I fucking love myself first and foremost. So I know I'm a fucking catch. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing if I'm interested in a female, I'm going to state that I'm interested. You're going to state that you're interested. Mm hmm. I'm going to pursue you 60% of the way. Of course. And you're going to pursue me 40% of the way. I'm not going to be the only one making plans. On our, if we were to go out for our first date nationally, I'm going to put the bill. We're going to have, maybe, I'm going to be realistic. Our first five fucking dates, mm-hmm. I don't even want you to look at the bill. I got that. This nigga said five dates, ladies, he's single. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Five dates. And granted, included within these dates, we're also going to hang out. We're also going to, you know, go get ice cream. Those aren't dates. That's just us hanging out. I'm also a fucking cook. 
I'm a bartender. I can make drinks. We can have drinks at home. Bachelor I, number know, three, ladies. Bachelor <laughs> number three. Up, <laughs> we're gonna, you know, I'm going to make dinner for you. We're going to see each other outside, but these still on dates. I'm still going to pay for these dates. But eventually, I want you to at least start reaching for your motherfucking wallet. Baby, do you want me to get the tip? Right. At this I point, we've gotten tip. some version of comfortable with each other where you can reciprocate the energy. Right. Exactly. You so can reciprocate like, that you, likable you energy. You know I'm a catch. You know I'm something that you're interested in. And I know the same. So everybody always wants to, to, to talk about investing your woman while these, you know, these rappers and shit are buying, spending all this money on these women. First and foremost, these are people with thousands of dollars at their disposal, if not at their disposal, if not millions. Mm-hmm. So you can't compare that to a regular nigga working at fucking Man. FedEx. So that's not fair. Right. So if if you expect a man to invest in his relationship and stake his claim and put forth all this effort and attention. And you ain't giving the same energy back. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. So it gotta be a, you, you gotta stay. be that likable energy. You, you gotta like that nigga bag. First of all, like, you better like that nigga bag. You done been on five damn dates. Right. I feel like honestly, I feel like a lot of women should be trying to use me for food. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. But ooh, I hate that I said that. It just came out. But anyway. It's there now. <laughs> it's there. But uh <laughs> But anyway. So if if a chick wouldn't would like ask me, like, hey, would you like to go here? Like, cause after five dates, you know me. Like five days, yes. all these hangouts. We have We're like comfortable hey, enough. You know me. You should be listening to my stories and shit. Right. So you should be able to invite me on a date that you know I'd be interested in. That's what I'm I was about to say. What if like, I plan a date with my fiance drive? Do that shit. That's fine. That's one well, no, right. Say, babe, go here. Well, and no, that's fine. It's, it's like something simple because, you know, he's, you know, more put together than I am. So I'd be like, oh, let's go to lunch because that's... What you did for his birthday was perfect. Thank you. Like, no, he drove to a location, but he still had no idea what was going on. Yeah, he was definitely confused. There we go. He was and like, I do not know. But it was 100% along the lines of what he's I think he just prefers to drive, and I like him to drive too. But yeah, like, I, you know, I can't do what he can do for me yet. Okay, period. But um, I know it's definitely not about that, but like. I like hot and spices. <laughs> but like, I'll be like, <laughs> okay, well. We're going to go here, but you can drive. Like, I want to go to the Roosevelt Hotel. The Roosevelt Hotel is beautiful is always, for Christmas. Okay, can we go together? Okay, so I want to do the teddy bear tea, but, like, it's definitely sold out. But we can go together. It's fine. I just want to take... I've never gone. I don't have friends to take pictures. I want to take, like, fire-ass pictures. Hell yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to, like, get you to come see the Christmas lights whenever you're free. So we can do the Christmas lights. We can do Roosevelt Hotel, all that. But there's also, like, brunches. Ooh, I'll make us some Irish coffees. Oh, I never had an Irish coffee. Really? So we gotta make a day of this, like a weekend. Okay, we gonna talk. We gonna talk after the show. Okay, but um, like the Roosevelt Hotel is beautiful during Christmas, and they have all these different bars and dining rooms, and you can like reserve a lunch date, so on and so forth. So I know more so about that, even though it's something that I like to do. My fiance definitely likes the finer things. So um, that nigga bougie. He is, and I love it about him. I love it. I love him. But um. So I was just like, oh, yeah, they have, like, these brunches and, you know, lunches and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, I want to bring you to one. And he was like, okay, that's cool. He probably going to drive, but it was, like, my idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I stuff feel like, like if that. you invite a man out on a date, you should pay. Absolutely. 100%. You invite a man out on a date. But you have to st- stick within your range. If it's not something that you can yes. be consistent with. And that's why I said we're going to lunch go or for, brunch. <laughs> right. For the for the entire duration of their relationship, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Don't do things just to catch somebody. Do things that are you, that flow naturally. Yeah. Like, 
I'm the type of nigga, I'm going to send you a fucking playlist. Be like, oh, these are songs that make me think about you. Yes. I'm going to, you know, want to know your favorite food and shit like that so I can prepare it for you. I want to want to know your favorite movie so that I can know it too. And the thing about it is, if you're fairly young, and when I say young, I even mean like in your 40s. I know that might be a reach, but... But you're young. That's you're young. Um, you're mature. You're an adult. Live to 100. You're an adult, right? If you are a person that you're stepping your feet, you're stepping into a, ro- a romance with somebody... I would think maybe you want it to last a decent amount of time. You know, if you're a mature person, I would think when you step foot into a romance, you want it to last a good amount of time. Don't nobody really want to be out here switching partners like that. As much as people like to front, in my personal opinion, unless you're a sex worker, I don't see anybody just spending money and spending time on a person without thinking long term. I don't care what social media you say. Have never like built a fort? With your significant other and just, like, talking about your childhood memories. I mean, probably not. Have it never just, like, ran in the fucking rain naked? Like, have that just, definitely, like... definitely... Right? Oh, I was just, about to tell just, my business. But people have to explore. <laughs> like, people have to, to live outside And that's what I was about to say. People like have to understand that, okay, there are stages to a relationship. As much as people like to be immature and not admit, like, ain't no such thing as a talking stage and all... That is foolishness because if I met my fiance, well, we started dating when, oh Jesus, when I was 21 and he was 22 or something like that. And he's not my fiance. He's 26. I will be 25 in December. We have the rest of our lives to go. He's 26. He just turned 26 Mm -hmm. on November 10th. He's a Scorpio. But anyways, imagine. Not too much. Imagine. (laughs) I hate Scorpio. Oh, pause. Not not too much on him. Well, you don't hate that one. You don't hate that one. I love Aaron. That's my nigga. Thank you. But anyways, imagine exerting all of your fake bougie energy in the beginning of the relationship instead of spreading things out sporadically and enjoying the different stages of your relationship. Like, okay, we get married. You got me. Like, people be like, oh, no, nigga can't propose to me with that little bitty ring. Y'all love each other. He proposed, get married. Okay, y'all could be y'all could be married five years, five year anniversary, that nigga come at you with a bigger ring. Ten year anniversary, he come at you with a bigger ring. Twenty year anniversary, this nigga flying you from city to city, state to state. People just feel like, oh, a nigga gotta come at me like this, nigga gotta come at me like that. I need people to realize everybody don't make their money off of social media and scamming. You got some niggas out here that is You got some niggas out here that work for goddamn energy and they make good money. They got good benefits and good insurance. They are regular niggas. Y'all can't be like, oh, I need a nigga to do this. I need a nigga to do that. And you can't do for yourself. And that's men and women. You have some people out here that are decent, good people with good jobs, sustaining jobs, survivable jobs. And people are knocking them to the wayside because they didn't pull up with an AP on their birthday of a luxury watch. Automobile cap. Exactly. If a nigga give me an Apple Watch one year into our relationship, that's commitment, bro. That is commitment. That's like, what that the is fuck commitment. Is people? But people feel like, oh, this nigga ain't bust me down. This nigga that's ain't give me no man. ice. This nigga oh, ain't man. give me no Louboutins. You feel like that's the end all to be all. But if you see long term with this person and you're 21, you got 40 years. I'm a firm believer. Where this relationship can grow and progress. And yes, the gift is definitely going to escalate. 
Like, exactly. I don't have like a set budget, but I'm like, I'm going to go like if I'm going to spend the money. Like, we talk I'm about a birthday gift, so I'm reaching a cap if anything. I'm not going to spend $500. Like, it's your birthday. Yeah. Been here for, like, That's your whole birthday, $500. Right. If, if, I'm, if I'm a regular yeah. nigga. Right. If I'm a regular nigga right. with a regular job. Stop building expectations on you know, social media and rappers and athletes, girlfriends and all this shit like If that. I'm a regular nigga with a regular job, $500 is your birthday cap. Right. If I can only afford TJ Fridays and you know going to Oakwood and you on a birthday weekend and, and that's what you and right and that's what you expect and you know that's what you know you want to spend afford. $500 every day $1,500 baby girl that is what eat my whole ass you want me to spend $1,500 on one weekend for your birthday we didn't even go on vacation insecurity mm. Mm. We went a little hard on that last one. We did, but, but I'm just—it's really—it's more from the female side because we say niggas be dusty, but this is the bitches be bugging side. Young ladies, you have men out here that work good 10, 12, 15 hour jobs. Okay, they are good men. They can take care of you. These niggas got insurance, life insurance, health insurance. Car insurance. Niggas don't got car insurance nowadays. <laughs> niggas is flash niggas is flashing hundred dollar bills, but their mamas gotta sell supper plates when they die. That's a problem. This is true. But guess what? The nigga that got a good fifteen hour job, I bet you that no, company was like, he That's need life insurance. insurance. Niggas that work for energy, I bet they got life insurance. I mean, you wanna but still and all, you want a nigga that's flashing money, but when he gets shot, that nigga ain't got no life insurance. And now his what mama's selling suppers. Okay, we're not going to, yeah, First of all, if you a nigga in the street, I need you with street insurance. Yes. Which yes. means bail money, money for your mama to bury you, money for your money kids for your to family. live. Yes. yes. You cannot be a street nigga without street insurance. Because if that's the case, you was living paycheck to paycheck, just like the nigga that work at Wendy. So I was the point of hustling. Was you hustling just to keep up with him? Thank right. you. Niggas be thinking yeah, it's James yeah. St. Patrick and it's no, no. So insecurity. Yeah. Uh, insecurity is a huge, huge fucking problem. It also ties in with the next one, which is like wage insecurity. Um, and uh, some of my friends. I feel like I, I just went hard, but women needed to hit That's fine. That. They had, needed to hit it. I'm tired <laughs> of it. I had this. And that segment was a race. He's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> women, y'all need to hear it. I'm sorry. Like, come on. But now. insecurity, y'all. That's, I was definitely insecure in my last relationship. In my last, like, long-term relationship, I was definitely insecure. But that um, that all ties into, like, you have to address, like, is your partner giving you a reason to be insecure? Uh, what are they doing to inspire their insecurity? Or is it 100% personal? Which is, uh, ties into what I said, which is the four pillars, you know, uh, ownership of personal growth. Like, are you just fucked up? Are you just carrying some old baggage from a past relationship? Yeah. Because you can't enter a new relationship with old weight, you know, if that makes mm. sense. Um, you, every person is not the same. You can't feel like every woman is going to fuck you over like your ex fucked you over. You can't feel like every yes. nigga is going to fuck you over like your ex fucked you over. It's good to be alone sometimes. Heal yourself. Get yourself together. Right. Every relationship is different. You got to get back to you after being in a relationship. And not and it's not always on a negative connotation. In a relationship, you give energy. It could be maximum. It could be minimum. You can be the dismissive one. You can be the attentive one. Regardless of which side you're on, you exert energy in a relationship. It's right. okay to be alone after a relationship. Not lonely, but alone. Give yourself that energy back. But I don't think, not even just like being alone, I don't think a lot of people just uh, address their issues. I don't think a lot of people like address their Absolutely. problems. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I just think it's like... 
Well, I guess I'll just pick up. Um, a lot of people don't address their problems. And I think that's one reason why I'm saying, like, it's okay to be alone. <laughs> it's okay to get back to you. It's okay to pull out an evaluation sheet on yourself in a relationship and be like, okay, what did this person say I fell at? Like, maybe, you know, I need to evaluate that within myself. And that's what I'm saying. Like, people just feel like they got to go from one relationship to another. And that is extremely unnecessary. But um, what do you think some ways uh, like insecurity like manifests? It could be on both ends. Um, if you have a partner that is like dismissive towards you, you're going to feel invalidated. And as a result, you're going to feel insecure. Like, oh, you know, how I feel don't matter. Say, for an example, your old lady wants you to tell you like, oh, she look cute. When she get a new outfit, you don't pay attention when I look different. She told you this. And she went and got a new outfit, and you still didn't say nothing. She going to be like, well, maybe this nigga think I don't look good. Maybe I, I mean, Yeah, me- so that, that would inspire, like, uh, insecurity yeah, within oneself so, and within the relationship. Right. Okay, I feel that. Yeah, so that would be my example. Because you can have people come into a relationship and be like, ooh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the baddest, I got pulled because I got this nigga. And then you get that nigga and he's kind of like not attentive to you. What I was asking, like, oh, like manifest, like insecure. It's like, you know, like people like be possessive. Um, People can become abusive. Oh, I was in a possessive relationship. I know, we talked about that bitch ass Ooh, that's messy. (laughs) You wrong for that. I, I highly Ooh. doubt he listens, but if he does, Ooh. I really don't care. I don't uh, feel I don't, free to run up. I don't. Is he? I don't. Is he um, jealousy. That's another way that uh, insecurity can manifest. Ooh, that nigga was possessive and jealous. Oh, he was jealous of my now fiance. Mm. In laws. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, in the relationships that I've been in. Outside of my point five relationship, who which had a racist sibling, um, that was communicated to me by behind their back. I didn't really deal with that because they were same. very funny. I don't in my like face. That. Right. I found out afterwards. I was like, damn, he was so cool, bro. But I was like, whatever. But uh, I was like, my my actual relationships, the two relationships I've been in, the in laws were fucking dope. <laughs> like mm. we were cool. Like they, like I loved them, and because my family is so small. Um, I loved like being a part of like they welcomed me with open arms, like, right? Like that extended family and shit like that. But I don't know, like uh, in laws are definitely a problem. You could have like nosy in laws. You could have like uh, I like my in laws. We were in Soul Food. I, uh, didn't I don't think fuck my I, husband. I like I my in laws. I, I don't know if my in laws <laughs> like me, and it makes me sad. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You want to you wanna have them here so we can ask them? Oh, no, child. That would be spicy. It would be. Beca- because would definitely be in this corner. Just- <laughs> because if they end up being like, we technically don't like you, I'm going to feel so played. We technically don't like you. How could you technically dislike someone? I mean, when you've been around for so long, you're like, okay, I accept. They're not a bad person, but they could select a better person. I mean, it's not it's none of their business whom their children It's not, but choose. it's still their kids. Black people got an issue with letting their kids be adults. Oh, 10,000%. They, like, they want to... Black women. Black women coddle their motherfucking children, and they just want them to suck at their fucking teeth and feel like they belong to them for the rest of their lives. 
Um, let that let it go. So, and so that's what I'm saying. Like they probably tolerate me. Right. I feel, I, I feel that, but I don't maybe, know if they like. I really want them to like me though. Like, damn, I'm a, that's another fucking. Because I always I'm a fire people, person. I like, say, I'm in a project. I don't, but. I don't think my mom has liked any of my girlfriends. She's been mad phony in their faces. But if any of my exes listen to this podcast, just know my mom mad phony. She don't fuck with you. She never fucked with you. Ooh, she was just phony ooh, because segment. I was fucking you. Next segment, you are gonna have people knocking on your door, child. Who the fuck? I don't. No, I'm just being honest. Like my mom is mad phony. My mom has never liked any of my girlfriends. Oh gosh. Because I'm her baby. Like no one's ever gonna be good enough. Like, and that's fine. That's un- that's understandable. <laughs> I realize I'm an adult. I make my those decisions. I'm gonna date who the fuck I want, no matter what my mom says. My mom hated all y'all. And not to say she was right, but all y'all was fucking mad dusty. Wow. Next (laughs) segment. So, um, let's see. How many more are we going to read this? Because we're actually going to go over this back. And we do have our guests. Because the guests that we were supposed to have tonight, they did rain check. They will be here. Yes. So, we're still going to hop back onto this shit. Let's see. Outdated gender norms. Yeah. We need to. I always talk about this. We need to. Okay, what you? We need to get out of the uh, the mindset. I feel like we talk about gender norms often within all the other episodes. But that's but true. But that's like dating. I mean, you read that. We do like maybe a few more because I really want to. You want to talk about, and I really want to talk about. We talk about sexuality and gender. Uh, The whole topic. I feel like this isn't really discussed um, in communities of color. Uh, Like you know. Me, you, and Dave were talking earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, it's not something that is really discussed. Sexuality is one is in itself. People tiptoe around the subject often. Nobody they really don't. Yeah, right. But think about how disrespectful it is. It's always just like, uh, oh, that boy. You know, he a sissy. That boy. Boom, the boom, boom, risk. Boom. Right. Y'all, you know? I wish y'all could have seen. But that's what the fuck they do. But anyway, so we're not just gonna like spearhead today. We're gonna be like maybe two. two that's how your wrist pop. Two more. That's like, how your. That's how your wrist pop. Give me like two more on that list. Two more. Two more. Give me like two more on that list. Um. <laughs> 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 you you got into. I'm, that was aerosol. I'm sorry. You got you got into it. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, there's attentiveness. It does. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> excuse me. No, I'm sorry. That sounded rude. I'm sorry. I apologize. There's attentiveness. Um, atten- I like that one because I feel like it goes in two directions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes people think being attentive in a relationship is being smothering. Like, you just smothering that person with a whole lot of fake love. You just want to check the box and be like, ooh, I was romantic. I was intimate. Like, people kind of can smother just to check the box and say that they did it. But attentiveness is more than that. I think it's making sure you keep um, the spark alive. As in, if your significant other... Being present. Yeah, if your significant other picks up a new hobby, notice it and encourage it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't be interest. yeah, don't be dismissive and be like, oh, you into something new, huh? Like here you go again. Like if somebody, if your partner is entering a new stage in life, I think you should 
recognize it and acknowledge it because right. don't discredit it and not because right. like weird. Because you as an individual, you're going to go through different journeys as well. And you're going right. to want somebody to support it. And I think that's kind of bouncing off of what I was saying earlier about you have to remember people were individuals before they were couples. Mm-hmm. You're going to have different journeys and chapters. And so is that person. Like, you can't just dismiss what they're going through. If they want to, you know, be into astrology and then they want to be into Greek mythology and then they want to be into Christianity. <laughs> I, I, I love, yeah. But my whole thing is whatever it is that they're into at that time, let them be into it. Support them. You know what I'm saying? Because just imagine how good the energy in the house would be. If y'all supported each other's interests, y'all gonna be believing in one another. Y'all gonna be on think this high. That's high you know security. Think about how many people don't support their significant others. Right. That's interests. so trash. Like, imagine thinking you're telling your best friend, like, ooh, I wanna do this and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna complete it and I'm gonna get my certification. And then just like, <laughs> girl, that ain't nothing. Like, you might want to think about, you know, getting your job and, you know, you know, people can be dismissive and insensitive towards what people believe in. You know what I'm saying? Or like their dreams or their goals. Just support people. Pay attention to people. Think about how many people don't notice when somebody like changes their hair, gets right. like That's so weird. Shit like that. Like, I don't understand like everybody can cut anybody can just get comf- so comfortable in a relationship that, like, they don't notice that like, is small, so strange. Keep it you know, fun, keep it exciting, keep it alive. Like, right. imagine asking somebody to give up their alone time to be with your funky ass and you ain't even paying attention to them, right? And there's like, and, and then we're they the, could have the social media age, like, especially if you got a baddie. Like on both yes. both sides. Like if you got a, if you Ooh. know you, you got a nigga who fine, or you know you got a girl whose DMs be popping, you know. Right. Don't wow. be so lazy in a relationship mm, and you well. feel like they're just there to stay. Right. Don't and think you got something so online. You better, whatever you did. Be like territorial said, with your shit now. Right. So, anyway, we're, we're going to wrap up and we're going to hop into another topic. <laughs> so, like I said, the four pillars to me uh, in relationships, like I said, we're going to touch back on this. We're not done with this, but we're going to have our guest here. Because yeah. one uh, guest, he's, he's a married individual. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady we're having on she's in the same sex relationship you know so i feel like we will have different perspectives you know we're gonna gonna do it uh so like i said the four pillars of what i feel like a relationship communication romance effort and ownership of personal growth uh communication is huge important like i said comprehension uh accountability that all ties into that uh romance don't let that shit die whatever you did keep Mm -hmm. that shit up um, yes. Don't do shit, you know, extravagant shit just to seem cool, just to seem hip, just keep to, that you know, same energy. Right, Shout ten thousand percent. The entire duration of their relationship, <laughs> uh, effort. You have to put forth effort. Mm-hmm. Like just because someone's been with you for a significant amount of time, just because you feel like you're that nigga, you're that bitch, whatever you yeah. want, whatever you identify as, doesn't mean you just check the fuck out. Right. Um, and ownership of personal growth. Just yes, because you're in a relationship, right? You don't just yeah. <laughs> get the check out. You don't just unload right. your baggage. So anyway, gender and sexuality, black community. Mm. Let the incense burn on both no. oh. uh, <laughs> So I feel like the first part of that, because uh, what made me want to talk about this, is because I saw this video 
of uh, this, uh, they were white, uh, of this family. <laughs> what the fuck? You made it seem like that was offensive. That wasn't offensive. So anyway, I saw this, uh, this video. Why was uh, that necessary information? Because this is about the black community. And this is, at the end of the day, the reason why I, I had to make that, uh, that specification is because I feel like it's more discussed, more open, more understood in the white community mm-hmm. versus the black community. In the black community, sexuality is barely discussed, but it's still a topic. Mm. Gender identity and all that shit is not even no right. 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 So I saw this video, and this kid maybe was three years old. Um, and it's his mom like bringing him up to his altar, and it's like it seemed like it was like in a church or some shit. Um, and it's like uh, he, I don't want to be disrespectful, but this was a kid. So he he's like he has something to say, and like the kid was like in a tutu and some shit like this, and like he had like wings on. He's like um, I'm I forgot the kid's name, and I'm a little girl, very obviously a little boy. Um, so here's the thing: I understand that uh, sexuality can manifest. At a very young age. Uh, all of my mm-hmm. gay friends, when I, when I talk to them about it, it's like, they always say I knew at a very young age that I was, quote unquote, different. I knew that I was noticing boys or, you know, I knew that I was noticing girls, you know, I knew that. Um, but never that, and granted, I only have maybe one transgender friend mm-hmm. um, at this point in my life. Um, but even in that conversation, it's always, it was something that manifested Late, much later in life, you right. know, like to question one's uh, sexual identity, gender identity, whatever. Um, so to see a child of like three or four years old, naturally, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like there's so many people who just want to fall into this mainstream agenda of like being different sometimes and that's not discrediting you know Mm. maybe there are some like you know some cases out there like you know i knew when i was five years old i knew when i was four years old but three or four my my guy ain't no fucking way (laughs) this little boy like because when i was when i was a kid i used to put fucking a t-shirt on my head and act like i had long hair it's not because i want to be a girl it's because i wanted long hair you wanted long hair right and it's like, or it's like I want it to be. It didn't okay. identify with the gender. Exactly. I just didn't because I wanted long hair. Right. I didn't see long hair as it's being a feminine. girl thing. I used to play with baby dolls. I knew that there was a girl's toy, but I didn't think it was fucking weird. I wanted to whatever, whatever, whatever I was doing. The superhero figures, was saving I the girl. The, exactly. So, <laughs> but masculinity. Exactly. Toxic masculinity. That's we've, ooh, we can talk about that all the time. But uh, anyway, but that also ties into toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. My mm-hmm. mouth wet, wet, wet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, um, <laughs> toxic masculinity that ties into uh, gender identity, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody has this like huge set, huge mindset or whatever that this is for girls, this is for boys, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> like ain't no shit ain't no, nothing in this world except tampons you know like is made you know for girls you know IUDs you know there's some things that are made right. you know but can nothing go in a man like that exactly but outside of that toys clothes XYZ it's dresses toys and clothes and dresses 10,000% but anyway it is weird as fuck <laughs> that there are really people out here who I feel are putting it in their children's head 
um, to maybe question their gender identity. Um, but it's unfortunate. Like, right? It's like, unfortunate because just like I said earlier, you gotta let people be people. Like I understand that is your child, but you have to understand that it's still a person. And you about to just fuck a person up from birth for right. no reason. Right, just so let's, you just create a little fucked up let people. Let that kid exist. Let that kid exist. Please. Comes, no, like, hey, do, do you want to do this? Hey, like, do you, do you feel like this? That's, and I that's like that's, that has to be what's happening. Because there's never a sense... We need to wrap it up because I'm weak. <laughs> what? Somebody's just creating little maniacs somewhere. <laughs> it's like a factory of little maniacs. Oh, my God. Because two evil villains decided they wanted to make a little weird baby. And don't call them weird. That's so disrespectful. That's what I said. It's time to wrap it up. It's not. It's time. We just started. It's time. <laughs> we just started. Oh, man. So, uh, we were talking about just overall uh, sexuality. Uh, we can... <laughs> hey. So, all right. So, we're going to just wrap up the question of gender. <laughs> yeah. Don't force do it upon your children. Like, uh, please. Naturally, like, if someone identifies um, as an opposing gender, you know, whatever among the spectrum, because, you know, they say gender is a social construct. Um, if whatever they identify as, don't let that person manifest. Like, don't put it in their head. Like, oh well, maybe you identify this. Maybe it's this. Like, <laughs> that's so. Like, I just think why that's is so you just weird. whispering these little spells like, over your I, child that, for no what, reason? Like that's, especially when it's manifesting that young. I just, you know, maybe some someone can enlighten me. But, but like I said, I, don't know. The, I only have one. You know, kind of close transgender friend. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, tra- a lot of transgender associates, but it's, I've never heard one of them say, you know, yeah, I knew when I was, you know, seven years old, you know, that's, you know, the, around the age I've heard, you know, my gay friends or my lesbian friends say, you know, that's when I started realizing I've never heard someone who's transgender say, I knew when I was a little kid. It's always like, I started feeling this, you know, when I was 13, when, mm-hmm. you know, usually around puberty. Like just, when, yeah, when that becomes a question, when your hormones start raging, three, four, five, like stop the, stop. Like, mm. Moving on. Moving okay. on. So, <laughs> so sexuality. So think about it. So in the black community, it's always just like, oh, that boy is sissy. Oh, you know that boy punk. Like, wow! <laughs> they the, always oh, say, and, you know, disrespect. I don't use this this language. I'm just saying this is, you know, that's literally what this it is. is. It's never just say. a question. And I always felt like that. Always was uh, feeding into the fact that you know a lot of black gay men are so hyper feminine. Right, like you know, you know the shit, and some of it has to be phony. Like at the end of the day, because it's like, what woman have you seen that acts that way? Exactly, no woman is that. So it's, it's like it's I feel fate. like to a, affirm their identity, to 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 affirm like for them to feel, you know, real, light you know, skin validated. Complex. Wait, what? It's like the light skin complex. Ten thousand percent. You just have to <laughs> prove how much you are of something right. when like, nobody asks you. Right, but just that also is credits to. You remember when um. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade was getting so much like negative attention in the black community because of his support of Zaya. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. his, I felt like that was so toxic um, because here we are, we have this huge stigma and a stereotype. Your phone is going off. 
<laughs> you have this huge stigma, this huge stereotype that, that black men aren't, you know, aren't present in their kids' lives, that they aren't supportive, that they aren't, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah. So here we have a black man who is blindly and lovingly supporting his child. You know, like, okay, cool. With the black community warning. You're hitting puberty. Zaya's the perfect example. You're hitting puberty. You're 12. You're turning 12. Or whatever. I don't... I think... I think she's 12. But you're you're turning 12 and you're questioning your sexual identity. Motherfuckers knew that they could nut. Motherfuckers knew that they, you know, that they were ready to have sex (laughs) with the little neighborhood fucking hood rat and shit like that. So... Why are we questioning this man's support and love of his child? Because we're not ready to have the conversation... That this is a possibility that right, that, you're, right? Yeah, people weird, son. People are weird. But it goes even further because we always we also have the the mindset that being gay is a choice. Like, no, we have people who are out here that genuinely feel like no, like. So there was this old this this guy old gay guy that I worked with years ago. You all right, friend? Mm-hmm. Is it because I was like like a snake? Mm-mm. Okay. I'll read this message. Tell me later. Okay. But, but I just, I was like, like somebody asked asked him, um, and it was another white lady, she was, she was like, grew up in Mississippi or whatever, she's like, so like, can you just like be with a woman? He was like, no. He's like, I think women are beautiful. He's like, they're lovely. He's like, you think I would choose to be hated and ostracized right. from, you know, society I would and shit like that? He's like, no. He was like, being abused. I, I chose I think women abuse. are beauty. I love titties. He was like, but I like dick. At the end of the day, like, that's really just what it's not a choice, my guy. Like, yeah, there are some motherfuckers who are just nasty or who are just like, don't oh get me wrong. Like, I'm pretty sure there are guys who are similar to me where they can appreciate, you know, an attractive man, you know, blah, 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 and appreciate yeah, the sexuality yeah, of a man. Yeah. But I don't want to fuck a dude. So, but I also understand how somebody who thinks can be like attractive. Me could also fuck a dude. Like, but that's not me. If I think I'm attractive, Right. So if somebody looks like me, I'm gonna be like, "That's exactly. a handsome like if person." If I notice, like, "Oh, I'm big. That's attractive." You know, right. I'm, you know, this, that, and the third, or B, or just attractive. I'm gonna notice these qualities in other men. It's not gay, my right. nigga. It's honest. But <laughs> but that's just that conversation is just just not had in our community. But I don't understand why we would be so upset with a black man changing the narrative of supporting. To, co- to, to show right. how so black This is we how are. your father. I deleted so many like dudes that I went to high school with um, from Facebook because they were like posting, if you if you feel like we need men like this in the black community, unfriend me, delete. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, bitch? So you to be don't need, <laughs> so like, we don't need supportive, positive, loving, caring. Like it doesn't matter if in the back of his mind he thinks that shit's batshit crazy. It doesn't matter if, if to his wife he's saying, Bae, I don't get this. I don't understand right, this. It's right. not your motherfucking job to understand, but it's your job to support. That's it's all not we your story. You exactly. It's not we your story. We didn't ask you to dive deep into this with us. We just want you to be like, all right, I'm still cool with you. That's right. it. I didn't ask you to be gay with me. I didn't. Right. Like, I'm not asking you to put the dick in your mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. Literally. Just, I'm just asking you, you to love me throughout you me sucking dick. That's what they ask. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to be gay, you got to suck this dick with me. Whoa. Like, we're not Whoa. brothers. We're not, Wait a we're minute. not my dad. No, that's not what they're asking you. They just ask Supporting gay people won't make you gay. So, you know what I think is uh, is also, like, crazy? Crazy. Um, how a lot of people in the black community feel like the media is trying to normalize, like, homosexual... 
That was so He's trying aggressive. to pretty much like normalize like uh, homosexuality and shit like that in the media. Therefore... Mm-hmm. It's erasing the... Right. Like, masculine uh, black. Masculinity of a black man. Okay, first and foremost... They will not think every black man black out here is right. gay. Not every black man is out here in, you know, fucking Paul Bunyan with dreads. Like, where did we be... Gay? Where, did, where did the fucking... Example of like all black. I'm gonna men. make we- it real easy and real simple for you. Mm-hmm. When they see you, you're black. It don't matter what your sexuality <laughs> is. It don't matter they how just, you is. Right. Don't matter how many you, you still got. a, you nigga. a nigga. Thank you. It does still not matter if you a straight nigga, gay nigga, flip nigga, side nigga. They see nigga. Right? Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't get me- <sighs> we all yeah. niggas to them. Exactly. That I mean, don't get me wrong. We all fit into this like. I think a lot of people we have to we would have to get like why are we going so hard on our people right now because our people need to have have these conversations and they don't want to I want to we want to (laughs) we want to but nobody really want how did you boy (laughs) give me a high five all right right dynamite (laughs) but yeah it's like the black community is. Afraid to keep it real with each other. Like, I don't understand what it is. Why do we hold each other to... It's classism. Right. It's classism. Even outside of that, it's like... A TV show is not making your kid gay. We need we need to get out of this mindset that someone can be turned gay. He spent all that time over there by his mama. That's why he gay. That's why he. That's why he a punk. Oh, why he a no, like he once he you know started becoming once he or she started becoming themselves, you know he she he she then they. Yes. I'm trying to be respectful. We're that's trying. why like he, whenever they emotions. started their We're personality trying. or their identity started manifesting. That's just what. That's just who they are. Yes, yeah, someone's gonna be influenced by them. Like I say all the time, I'm mad influenced by my mom, but at the end of the day, I'm still a fucking man. Yeah. Like, like my my mom, and, and that's another thing. I want to have this conversation uh, on another episode. I'm <laughs> I'm pointing the nub too. That's what Ooh, you know. That's serious. So I want to have the conversation that a lot of people feel like a man isn't a man unless he has a male role model. Because I can tell you this now, um, the male role models that I had in my life. They wasn't shit. Like, so did you want me to be like them? Like, fuck no. My mom did the best she could to, you know, raise me. She didn't try to tell me this is what a man's supposed to do, this, that, and the third. Yeah, there was some shit that's like, oh, that's, you know, shut, stop your fucking crying, blah, blah, blah. But it was never from a perspective of men don't do this or some shit like that. Yeah. She just let me become my definition of a man. And my brother and I, we're so fucking different. Like, Ooh, that's messy because that goes back to what I said when we weren't recording. All niggas are niggas. Ladies, hear me out. All niggas is niggas. Okay. Okay. When you dealing with a bunch of niggas, it's just up to you to select who the best nigga is that you want to spend the rest of your life with. A nigga can have money and be a dweeb. A nigga could be broke but make you laugh. All niggas is niggas. Okay. Okay, he he gonna grow up and be a black man. He gonna have a black man that's a brother, but them is two different niggas, but they still niggas. <laughs> and if you're currently dating, you knows what that mean. Like niggas will be like, I'm the best man for you, and be five months in a relationship, and he just like the dweeb ass nigga up the street. They just dress different. <laughs> but I mean, everybody that, has their thing. 
But yeah. that doesn't take away from their sexuality. People have different hobbies. So but, on and so you know forth. What? Another thing I think is fucking weird how a lot of people. Okay, so I don't. If, but before we like stop talking about that. All right, uh, moving uh, on. Shows and TV shit aren't making just like watching all these heterosexual relationships in TV and media for years still didn't make your pipe smoking son <laughs> or your carpet munching smoking you know son. daughter whatever the case may be straight it's not gonna have the, the reverse effect yeah. like that, that's so asinine but I also think it's stupid that a lot of people want to assign uh, gender and sexuality to fictional characters I saw this one fucking thing and it was like I actually I watched the whole video it was like how Scar is a gay icon why is he a queen right like how the fuck um, why is he a queen cause he got an answer right cause, he, cause he's sassy cause he's <laughs> <laughs> he shredded down the motherfucker right that nigga got style that nigga is smooth Like Snoop Dogg and Prince combined, like he was like sexual. <laughs> that's, as fuck. that's that. Yes, but he was cool with it, right? Like with his evil ass, real that's like, um, <laughs> He also reminds me, you know, the voice of Shadow Man, like yes. him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another thing. Like, how the fuck did, did we get that? A scar was, and then people were Who trying took the to, time to think of it like people were trying to say that like Bert and Ernie were like a gay couple oh no we not doing this oh yes we are no we not so how people were trying to say like Bert and Ernie, Ernie were a gay Muppets. couple they're fucking and, and like everybody they're, was upset because they, they were like Muppets. no they're friends they're not real right but why, why do they did you have give to them be gay <laughs> Like, why can't they just be They're friends living with real. each other? Somebody sold these things together. <laughs> why do they have to identify as something? Right? What is wrong with people? So if you want to have the conversation of representation and sexuality with your children, yes, then yes, we do have to normalize it because mm-hmm. it's normal. But we also we we don't that doesn't mean we have to just start randomly assigning shit yeah, to fit some narrative yeah. that because to take the heat off you to have these conversations within your home. Yeah. If you want to talk to your kid about gay men, same sex relationships, or you know lesbians, anything of that uh, of that accord, then have that conversation with Sorry. them. Like then don't don't rely on the media. That's a problem. A lot of motherfuckers want. TV shows, YouTube videos, tablets, Ooh. and all this shit to raise their children. No, motherfucker. Put the tablet down and that's, talk to your child. That's something I don't Read think a I book will to ever your child. really understand. Like, I, I, and, and, so I have this conversation with a lot of my friends. So first and foremost, I don't want my kids to have candy. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want my kids to have soda and shit like that. So maybe they're like, they're four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, and if people are like, oh, your kids just not going to have sugar... No, motherfucker, I cook. If my kid, like if we if we want sugar, I'm gonna make us some brownies. We're gonna make I'm gonna make us some cookies. I'm I don't. Why would I just give my kids pork chop when they can have steak all the time? Right, like my why would I introduce this raw, super super sugary shit, refined sugary shit to my kids when I can write space it out and control the sugar that you know my my kids are gonna be introduced. My kids also, I'm not gonna give them a tablet. We're not gonna do that shit. 
I'm not. Don't get me wrong. If 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 that's fits, what you have to do, right? If but I'm gonna try my best to read with my kids, to yeah. you know play with blocks, you know to do this, this, that, and the third. And I understand if you're so busy and that's the only way. That's nothing wrong with that. But for me. And because I think because I'm in the service industry and I see how it negatively impacts kids mm-hmm. so much because like there's kids who don't know how to talk to adults. There's kids who don't know yeah. how to look up from a tablet or a phone and you know to say that they want something to drink. And these are kids who are like eight nine years old. At eight nine years old, I knew how to fucking talk to an adult. I yeah. knew how to hold a conversation with an adult. I don't under- You're, these kids aren't developing social skills because they're looking at a fucking screen on yeah, they don't talk to your that's kid. That's very you know. strange. Right. Um, they're they're walking around mimicking videos because yeah. they think that that's how to be friends because I don't learning. get how people are okay with it. Uh we've I think we've grown into the the mindset that we really tell ourselves we're too busy. We're not. If you remove all of the the minor distractions like your phone, like yeah. our, you know texting back and forth with your fucking group chat about mindless fucking Don't talk answer. about me. Don't talk about I'm me just, right now. That's exactly I'm what I'm doing. In general, but I'm just saying like overall, if you remove all these little distractions that we've convinced ourselves are a part of our daily lives and our daily plan, we really realize we do have the time. We do. Everybody's so addicted to the fucking cell phone. Like you were telling me when you first got here, like you would love, because I really forget to check notifications. I do shit like that. I wish I could ignore my cell phone as much as you do. If I don't know if me, I'm that's just the like. Only way I know. Oh, someone's calling me. Other than that, like if it's just a regular notification, that shit gets lost in the matrix. I I don't I think I don't know. I'm gonna blame Aaron. Let me tell you why. <laughs> He's a first responder, so I'm always listening for right, my phone. Right, right. Like so, I, but he when has he a goes, special alert, when so he that's goes, not an excuse. He does. He does so have a special alert, but like when he goes to work, I need to know that this man is okay. Like, I have to. It's, it's strange. Like, I always tell myself, it might, this might be dipping over into the dark side, I don't know. I always tell myself, and I have this very, very real feeling that I cannot die with Erin or my mama not knowing where I'm at. Like, I know it's weird. I cannot leave this earth without telling my mama and without telling Erin bye. Like, if I was to go first. So, like... If I hear his alert, this is real corny. If I hear his alert, I know I'm alive. If I never hear from Aaron again, <laughs> I feel like I'm dead. That might be weird, but I don't know. That's why I said it's about to get real dark and twisty. That's real gay. It's, <laughs> hey, I mean, what can I say? I love the man. I don't know. Oh but, like, God. I have to listen for my phone all day. I got to know Aaron alive. Um, so it's like my mom has her own ringtone, which is a circle of life, by the way. So my mom has her own ringtone. So that's the only ringtone that I'm programmed to. And she has her own text tone. So that's the, those are the only two ringtones that no matter what, I'm programmed to listen to. But my just everyday text tone, my everyday notification thing, I don't give a fuck about that shit. More than likely, my phone is on vibrate. Don't get me wrong. If I have my Apple Watch on, I'm more likely to check my phone. Mm-hmm. But overall, I really don't give a fuck. You know why I care about the little Dean? Every group message that I'm in, Erin is in it. So oh, okay. so it's, it's basically it is whatever, but it's basically like any alert I get, I know it could possibly be Erin. So <laughs> I just I'm always checking my phone because every time I go off, I'm be like, oh, it's Erin, oh, it's Erin. Yeah, it might be gay. We might like each other a lot. That's it's adorable. Thank you. I hope no one's offended by my use of that's 
that's gay. I feel like a lot of people use that in terms of like relationships. Look, we was just talking about this. We need I'm to be real to with nobody. No, I don't care we're about not PC. trying to we're not trying to offend nobody. But let's stop acting like niggas don't use the term "that's gay." Even gay people be like "that's gay." I right, know, right, right, I know right. a white person that be like all that's my gay friends say "that's gay." That's I what know, I'm just and that's what I'm saying. I know some yeah, white yeah, people that be like that shit is different, right? Like, but I, I at the same time, back when people come with me but that's shit, why we have this conversation now. At the same time, people need to be real right. and realize this shit exists. Yeah. I have a white friend that be like, "That's some white people shit." Because usually, because you know that's white some white people, people shit. shit. Yeah. So yeah, we need to be okay. real. Do you let dogs kiss you in the mouth? My dog, yes. Other dogs, no. Why do you let your dog? I love my dog. Do you? But do you not agree that there's some white people shit? It is some white people shit. Okay, I just, we I, we gonna keep it a bill. I do some white people ass. I love my dog. We Let me tell you. So I have a friend who literally didn't think that that was nasty. You don't think it's nasty? I think it's nasty to a degree. This is and this this okay, is this is what I was about to explain. Private. This is what I was about to explain. I kiss my dogs on the mouth. Like I will go to them and kiss their mouth. I don't go to them and wait for their tongue to come oh, out. Okay, okay, okay. And that's what I'm saying. I go to them and kiss them like on the snout. If they happen to like catch a little flick, I'll be like, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay, thank ooh. you. Oh, you clarified, Frank. I was, and that's I was what I'm, I'm not going to go to my dog and be like, mm, 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 mm. like no, no like, that's some white people shit. I have a friend who like used to let her dog like lick her lips. And oh, and no, like, not these. Right. Oh, no. Okay, so a dog's I'm, tongue I'm, is not going in so my mouth. And she did didn't realize that that was I'm like friend you're the only black person like, oh god I used to have no. a puppy don't get me wrong I love my Morky Onyx so I would let him like, he'd catch my chin every now yeah. and then and I'd immediately go wipe my shit I would not let him lick my fucking lips so you would see my tongue and so shit gross. that is a dog nasty licks, a dog will eat its own throw up a dog will eat shit a dog like come a on, dog bro. licks itself in heat like, right? like why the fuck would you yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I will go to my dog's snout and, like, I will kiss their snout and I'll probably, like, press my lips to there so their tongue can't come out. Like, I'll. Dodger is cute as fuck. Ew, that's my baby. He is so cute. Yes, I'll kiss my dog's snout and if I'm backing up and they do the. Okay, little <laughs> nigga, I love you too, but calm down. 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 <laughs> yeah, but no, ain't no dog. <laughs> Ain't, ain't no dog licking me in my mouth. You got me bent. Yeah, that shit's uh-huh. nasty. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this, friend, and I'm going to tell you that I mentioned you, this shit's nasty. Don't fucking let dogs lick your Please fucking lips. Don't. That shit is gross. Oh, God. Right? I told, and I told her, her boyfriend, a hood nigga, and I was like, tell him you let the, tell him you let dogs lick your lips. Oh, he going to be heartbroken. <laughs> or shoot from the fucking foot like me. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wow, it's Maybe I should. I don't care. I don't care. But anyway. Oh, he don't care. This is. I'm not gonna say nothing because I'm a black woman. They gonna send me up. Say what you gotta say, friend. Before we get out of here. Nope. Next. Go. Go. No. Go. We about to wrap up. We wrap it up. All I'm saying is. Okay. All right. Let me put my phone down. Okay. Let me cross the legs. Yes. Okay. So, it's very sad that our sister Megan got shot in the foot. Yes. We're not promoting violence against We are not promoting violence against sex or race. We're not promoting violence against anybody. I, however, am 
acknowledging violence between two human beings. Okay. Defense. You okay. you saving yourself. Tory Lanez is five foot. He's like five seven. Stop. Meg the Stallion is five ten. That's three inches. Don't matter. <laughs> You know, there's like a short man thing, like short man Napoleon syndrome. Complex. It's the it's the Napoleon complex. So, imagine me, you, Erin, and Davion in the car together. Mm-hmm. Davion is smaller than me, so imagine Davion and anybody in the car getting into it. Davion is the smallest person. Um, she stayed in her peace or whatever, but like everybody trying to de-escalate the situation. Somebody bigger than Davion getting rowdy. You know what I'm saying? As the smaller person, you're going to be like, I got to defend myself. Regardless of race, regardless of sex. Like, this chick is big and she in my face. I'm <laughs> popping. I'm shooting you. No. Okay. No. So no. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm we, not, no, look. Because the chick is bigger than me, I'm not about to shoot No. Me. I fully understand. But we in, clo- we in a car. We in close quarters. No. Listen to what I'm saying. In close quarters. A chick fucked my eye up. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. We've been at a party. We've been drinking. we probably been doing drugs. All of us partners, but we in close quarters and somebody getting rowdy with you. Right. If somebody pull a gun on you, Somebody gonna try to de-escalate the situation like chill out, that's your partner. Like, why is you even pulling the gun? I'm not promoting violence, but I feel like Megan had to be out of pocket. For her to For her to get shot in the company of her four close friends, she had to be She had to be getting out of pocket. Like nobody in that bitch could calm her down. Cause we all partners. Why you getting so rowdy? We all friends. I'm your best friend, this nigga your best friend, and this your bodyguard. Why you getting so hectic? Calm down. You still coming at a nigga, coming at a nigga. You gonna get popped. Like I told you, calm down. So so many people was like, Oh, I can't believe Megan got shot. If Yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking human on human. I'm not thinking man versus woman at this point. For you to get shot in the close quarters of your four friends, I'm not saying you completely innocent. That's all I'm saying. And I feel like Megan was not completely innocent in that situation. She let it swirl the drain for so long before she started talking to the media. And I was just like, you kind of blew it. Conversation, because I feel like. Overall, the conversation was about, you know, listen to victims, protect black women and shit like that. So I do, I, I feel like, a, whatever. I'm not going right. to the topic. Right, right, right. See, I proved my point. You was like, you know what, moving on. Yeah, I'm going to just, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening to us for another week. Uh, you can follow me on social media. Uh, on Instagram, monster in a tight shirt. Uh, on... Facebook, Ronnie Pendleton. <laughs> that's P E N D L E T O N. Oh, that's me on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, Project Paragon underscore. And if you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we do ask that you guys leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, it doesn't have to be five stars. We do value honesty, but please, please. we appreciate it. Five stars. You know, tell us how we're doing. You know, <laughs> leave it there. You can also email us at Project Paragon Podcast at gmail.com. So, you know, let us go. I actually, I'm just going to say there, I stopped doing the the, the playlist because bitches be stank. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, it's just, it's a lot of effort. And I'm not going to say it's like, because I do have people who do text me about, about the playlist and shit like that. You know, when it's on my heart, you know, drop a playlist. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to go weekly no more. Like, that's stank. 
Um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's whatever. But anything you want to say before we wrap up, baby? Um, on a serious tip, um, we still got Christmas to get through. Yeah. Um, so peace, love, blessings, and mental health on everybody. This is um, true. And this is part one of this. We still have so much to talk about. Yes. We, you cannot, you know, wrap up the, the conversation of, you know, like relationships or, you know, gender identity or sexuality. We're just two people. Health. This is a very broad spectrum. Uh, we are not the authorities on this shit. We just, oh. this is a conversation that needs to be had in black, brown, yellow, all communities. It does not matter which where you mm-hmm. hail from, from the Caucasus Mountains, you know. To, all people you know, are people and individuals. So, like, regardless of your tax bracket, your status, everybody got a you know issue somewhere in their life. So, Big to time. all the regular human beings out regular, there, regular, regular, you know, have. Uh, I mean, we're going to be back before the holiday gets here, but still and all, like, just peace, love to you while you're getting ready for the holidays. Um, some people are spending their holidays. We might take a break the week of Christmas. Oh, we might take a break, yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was thinking about that because it's like, that's a hectic week. Yeah, some people are preparing for holidays, you know, and they're spending them without their loved ones. Right. You know, so just, I wish mental health on everybody. Me and a few of my friends were all like in this fog and this haze of... Mm-hmm. Check on your friends. Um, I don't want to just label it as depression, but it's just like this fog and haze of just gloom mm-hmm. so you know just sending love to everybody everybody out there that's feeling bad feeling sad you are very much not alone you are not alone at all we all gonna get through this together we're gonna get to 2021 lord willing and whoever you we don't know in. if it's gonna be a good year yet but we're gonna make the best of it just yes. as i hope everyone's doing with 2020 yep you know no matter what the situation things could always be things could always be they worse. could always be worse um and until next week We love y'all. Peace out. Bye.